Hello, Misfits. Happy Tuesday, and welcome back to another week of the podcast. My name is Georgie Paul. I will be your host, and today we have an extremely valuable conversation with my friend, Wib. He is an incredibly successful entrepreneur who I look up to extremely. Uh, He is a business mentor of mine and has reached, like, there's like a top 1% of our business of really you know income in general and then there's a top one percent of the one percent and let's just say that they are very financially wealthy and more importantly to me other than the money they are just people I look up to in general so it's one thing to be wealthy it's another thing to have the character and mentality and kindness and humility and whole life success type people that I look up to and want to spend my time with and they have worked their way there and this is a whole conversation about what it takes to build wealth what kind of mindset it takes to build wealth how to start from a young age there's a really cool dynamic of me being in my early 20s he's 53 and has seen a little bit more of life and gives just different tips and perspective for younger people to get started earlier and no matter what your age is to take on a different mentality of how you see money and accumulating wealth in your life and like I said there's a lot of other conversations mixed in here about a whole life success mentality and I just really really appreciate his time and have grown in a friendship with him and his wife over the last however many years now that we've gotten to be around each other and I think it's an extremely valuable conversation that you will really enjoy so we'll get into it if you enjoy the podcast if you could please share on your social tag your friends send to somebody you care about the intention with this podcast is always to help inspire somebody make a shift in their life and maybe by listening to this conversation start somebody on the path of accumulating wealth or finding a whole life success mentality abundance mentality budgeting different things like that so thank you so much for being here thank you so much for listening i'm being really quiet right now because ari's sleeping as i film this intro so i hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your week and you enjoy the conversation hi web hey georgie (laughs) how are you doing I'm good. Amazing us just uh, meeting here all of a sudden out of nothing and uh, I know, I'm so just excited. talking about some things here. Yes. Yeah, so I guess where I want to go with you is we're going to talk about what it takes to build wealth. And, you know, I'm 25 and you are... I'm 53. I just turned 53, what, um, nine days ago. 53. Happy birthday. Thank you. And extremely successful somebody that I look up to a lot so we're gonna go through some things that would be helpful for other people who are looking to I mean we say wealth but we use the word freedom a lot in our previous conversation so I guess you know you said that you've been interested in this like budgeting building wealth thing for a long time so where do you think that started from? I would say mostly it's got to be my dad when I was a kid he was always talking about stocks, always um, talking to other people about stocks. And I do remember at a time of my life when I was probably in my 20s or late teens, meeting people who would be like, your dad is what, your dad is so smart. I was talking to your dad about this one stock. Man, he had this great idea. And, all, you know, and I was like, man, I got this idea of my father being kind of an expert on things mm-hmm. related to finances. And so... Is he an entrepreneur? He wasn't and hasn't been, and mainly because <laughs> we always told our, our dad, and I have six brothers and sisters, we always told our dad that he needed to do stuff. He needed to be an entrepreneur, he needed to become a consultant. But my, you know, now I, as, a, as a parent, I have three children, and I realize that when you have seven kids or six kids, and you need to pay for education and clothes, and what you can't do is decide at some point in your life that late, in your life that scary I'm gonna drop everything and go now you can 
you can do that. The risk is high. But the risk is so high that for so many people, and my father's pretty risk averse, I think, which I also inherited a lot from him, I believe, that for him that was just too, it was too great of a risk, so he wouldn't. Mm -hmm. So what he was left with was an income that allowed him to take care of his family more or less, and so he had to look for ways to increase his... Like outside... Well, stocks was one way. Okay. Investing was a way for him to try to build some wealth because one of the things I understood from him, and I must, you know, and this was not something he said, Whip, you must do this. It was that at some point in your life, you're going to reach uh, an age where you're not going to want to work or you're, you're going to retire or whatever it is, but, and that's coming faster than you than you understand. This is a conversation he had with you early. We really didn't have the conversation, you but just but it just I just got this from him. I learned and I understood that this that this, you know, when you're 23, 24, 25, 18, what you do not understand is that later on in life, stuff is coming fast mm-hmm. and it's going to be there before you know it and then you're going to be living in that time with the results of what you've been doing. In the last 20 or 30 years mm-hmm. and if you haven't thought about investing or saving money or budgeting or looking for a way to build wealth it's not going to just work out on its own right you have to take steps today now to plan for the future yeah and i i didn't do that really well as a young person but as i started getting a little bit older it definitely was i would say i was more attuned to the fact that i better pay attention to this stuff and start saving and start putting money away. So what are some of the mistakes you made early? Well, <laughs> I mean, I did, I did what a lot of people probably do, you know. I mean, and I lived in D.C., Washington, D.C. for a while, and I earned a good bit of money there. But I can just remember now thinking, oh, well, i got to get courtside seats at, mm-hmm. at an NBA game. Mm-hmm. And I did. Mm-hmm. And that was like $250 a seat back then. Mm-hmm. And what a dumb thing to spend my money on when I think about it now. The experience was interesting and fun, but, you know, could I have been further back up and had as great an experience? Probably, you know? And I just, I see myself where I, instead of taking some money that I put in things that were frivolous, let's call it, not really necessary, um, I, I didn't do that and I should have done more of it. Um, I would say probably by the time I got to my, late 20s, 30s. Now, I do want to say that during that time that I had jobs, I was taking a portion of my income and putting it into tax-free investments, whether that was 401k or profit sharing with the companies I was with. So yes, I was spending money, but at the same time, I did make sure to put something away. Um, I mean, that part for everyone my age, I don't yeah, I don't know if there's a lot of people that are even doing that. But, well, you know, and for people who are in their teens and, and early 20s and late 20s, do you understand the, the, the book Compound Effect? Yes. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. The compound effect for you right now, like you could take $100 a month and invest it in something, some broad-based diverse fund, and me, at my age, almost twice your age, I would have to invest 10 times, 20 times that amount to try to keep up with the potential you have of the next 20, 30 years. Right. Because you have so much time. And this is something that I did understand at the time, but you really don't get it that wealth is built with patience and it's built with consistency over time, much like anything good in life. And intentionality. Intentionality, being consistent. But as you're, the people who are younger, like putting 50 bucks a month into an investment fund of some type, which is not hard to do today. I mean, hell, you can open up a Robinhood account tomorrow. Mm-hmm. What am I well, saying? That's tomorrow. The, that's, in 10, 10 seconds. Yeah, do it now. That, that's the interesting part to me is when I think people either have like a growth or a lack mindset and sometimes it's like why I already can't pay my bills but right then like Jim Rohn says the amounts are relevant like even if you're putting away three pennies yeah 
Like, I'll give you an example listening to this. Like you said, the the starting early. So when I was 23, I put into an investment. I pay a couple hundred dollars a month. What's that going to uh, compound to is when I'm 60, I'll be able to draw $100,000 a year income tax-free from that. So no matter what I do in my life, my business, any entrepreneurship, I'm going to be taken care of yeah. just from putting back a couple hundred dollars a month, but starting so early. Yeah. I mean, that's like a security blanket that you have. That's, yes. That's just going to happen because you do this little thing. And if and I don't touch it, I can pass it on. That's right. And yes, for some people, you're like, a couple hundred bucks. If it were $10, if you started when you were like 18 and just started putting $10 every month into a, a you know a tax free and when i say tax free it's because you you have the ability to put into an ira or whatever um and the government says oh okay you're using that to fund a future retirement or something then you don't have to pay taxes on that money or you pay taxes on it today and you don't pay taxes in the future there are a couple different ways to do it but even if it were 10 or 15 dollars a month it's going to have decades of compounding little by little to grow into something that's going to be much more than if you take that 10 bucks and put it in a coffee. Or, right. That's uh, the thing is like taking you know, for me for me growing and like learning through this. I listen to a lot of like the Dave Ramsey stuff. Sure. And it's like if you if you are confused about where to start to like take a piece of paper and see like where are you spending all your money? Yeah. Because we all, we all spend money on stupid oh, stuff. Everybody, all of us. And and I think that's a really, really great idea for people to <clears throat> take out this a piece of paper. This coffee is $7. <clears throat> what? Yeah. Well, just take out a piece of paper and be really honest with where all the money goes, what you bring in and where, what goes out, and then see what's, what's what, you know? And if it's, well, I spend $500 on rent and, you know... $75 on this utility and 50 here and you know and the car payment and all this if you've got some money left over then you need to be doing something with it that allows yes. you to to build something before the shopping but absolutely before the shopping I mean they shop you know and I like we all like stuff that's what I was gonna say so that's my biggest that's my the thing I struggled with most earlier and what I want your perspective on is what's the fine line between like living your life and enjoying because you don't I don't believe in completely sacrificing everything till I'm 50 and then living life right you know so it's right. like what's what's the boundary how do you do what's, what's the discipline of yeah because when you said like the course I see it's I'm like to me that if you're going once I, you probably love that memory like that was probably a yeah. great memory so yeah. how, it, it, how do you I how agree do you, yeah what's what's the line between I like mean, you know depending on who you talk to and I don't certainly call myself an expert I mean I just have seen things and, and have lived a bit of a life here but the around number is like you need to take 10% let's call it 10% okay. of your income in a month should go to keep squirrel it away put it put it into something yeah. and that should go before anything else mm-hmm. like after you pay your bills and and if there's money left over and I know for a lot of people there isn't necessarily money left over that's another issue that needs to be dealt with but a lot of times we're creating that because we're well, trapping ourselves that's true that's we're true we're trapping ourselves and that's where I say and... I like the idea of what you said write it down on a piece of paper all, where all the money goes in a month or two months or three months That and that's just but that's that's the rudimentary of budgeting open up this Excel spreadsheet and put it all down there and then if you're like, oh, I don't have any money left over, you're like, well, I did spend 20 bucks there and 100 bucks there and 50 bucks. And then that's like, whoa, whoa. Even that's, just eating out. Of course. Like I, I go out to dinner and take, you know, Ari or something. Sometimes it's like $35. Sure. So it's like if you, even if that one meal I invested, I can't say that I don't have money to invest. And That's true. The next that you're not part being honest. It, the next part of it, like you said, is... I was going to say, wh- what is the shift that you really started building wealth? Because if you just have a job that is going to cover your main living expenses, like we got to do something on the side. Well, yeah. <laughs> we, I mean, we get... the easiest way to wealth to me, because I was a person that with my wife and our children, I, I 
you know, thanks to YouTube and I mean, I, I redid our bathroom myself. I would change the brakes and the rotors on our cars. Mm -hmm. I would change the oil and the oil filter. I did all of that thinking, well, if I spend less, I will have more. Yes. Which is true. To eventually have that luxury. But how about rather than spend like instead of 40, you spend 30. How about instead of only having 40, how about having 80? Yeah. Or having 800 mm -hmm. or 8,000 to spend now. And my point there is that the lack mindset is the one where you say, I'm going to change my oil on my car. Yeah. As opposed to, I'm going to figure out a way to make more money so I can pay people to change my brakes, change my oil, do my cleaning, uh, do my shopping for me. Wow. You know, do That's those things. That's a big shift. Like, well, I'm saving money out of lack or I'm going to make intelligent decisions yeah. to grow yeah. to where I don't have to spend and money. And, you know, and... and I was in that mindset, and I and it, it is a lack mindset. It's it's what keeps you down because instead of seeing the opportunity and the possibility to build a richer life in all the ways that that is, not just money, uh, but money is very important. Um, I was focused on not spending money. I was focused on trying to reduce costs, reduce, 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 make it smaller, spend more, do less, have less, you know? So the switch to a growth mindset is where you feel that you've... Absolutely. When I saw that it's easier, I swear, it's easier to figure out how to make more money and, and live that way than how to spend less money and live that way. Because that way means you give up on lots of dreams. It yeah. means you tell your kids, no, we can't do that. I totally believe that. It, it means, and sorry, I mean, honey, I, we can't go to dinner tonight because we need to save that money. Yeah, it's like, a, like you said, the lack mentality, and I believe in what you put out into the universe. So if you're in a corner hiding, you're, you're thinking, like, this is mine. Well, you're thinking like a poor person. Yes, there's no, you're there's no abundance. Your thinking is poor. It's poor. It's we don't have enough. Therefore, we need to spend less. But that's and drilled into us. I don't know if you course. grew up that way, but I would say that's society in general. I was. It was like shut the lights off. Yep. Yeah. Which, by the way, I shut the lights off. <laughs> yeah. And I do but, look for ways to not spend a lot of money. Why is that? Because you can be a good steward of the world, meaning you don't waste. Mm -hmm. Because w would I rather spend more money on helping my church? Yeah. Or helping people I love or keeping all my lights on or, you know, wasting, you know, that that's that's definitely something that's important. But again, when you have the ability to say, you know what, anything's possible, I can do more, I can earn more, I can become more, then that opens up your mind into possibilities where before, if you were like, ah, it's time to change the oil in the car again, mm -hmm. you know, that that doesn't, you don't look at the world as it's full of possibilities. You look at the world as in, Survival. how do I, yeah, how do I, how do I keep it down? How do I reduce? How do I make it smaller? My, everything I do. And I, you know, that just means you're not, you're not going to, you're not going to. stress. Gonna, it, yeah. Your yeah. chest is tight. It's, yeah. It's, yep. it's a, how am I going to make it? How am I going to yep. survive? Yep. Now I'm excited to go out and play offense yep. against. And talking about quality of life. You know, that there is no quality of life there that, that isn't tinged with a bit of stress or fear mm -hmm. always. And, you know, you say, and, and you asked me before about, well, where's the line sort of? And I think that 10% line is pretty good. Although I'll just tell you that for us personally, we make a very good income and, you know, we don't spend, our house payment is less than 5% of what we earn. So intelligent. Well, because... And y'all, if you've seen their house, it's a castle. <laughs> well, well, and we have the possibility to buy bigger and bigger houses, but, you know... The freedom I, I, is important. Yes, I, mean, I I love the home we're in, and I love that we drive nice cars, but it's not, you know, I don't want us to cross a line where it's like, oh my gosh, now I'm really worried about, you know, how we're going to make these bills. I don't want to get there, and you don't want to be there, and you want to live a life that... But You're what's a little so bit... powerful for me is you didn't have that at 25. Like, you don't get it right now. Yeah. The Well, like I, don't, I did I don't it. get that right now. 
Like, if I want to have that, there are decisions that I get to make right now yeah. to get there. Yeah. I mean, I would really, and, and, you know, I mentioned this when we were talking uh, before we started recording, um, that you're a business owner, mm-hmm. right? And I'm going to tell you how to get a 401k started. Mm-hmm. And I want you to do that mm-hmm. because as a business owner, you are able to build these uh, investment vehicles, let's call it, that are, that are they're designed for business owners to be able to offer to themselves and to employees, which you don't have, but to yourself, you can be a self-administered 401k, which means you take, a, you take a paycheck and out of that paycheck, a bunch of money goes into your 401k and it's pre-tax or post-tax, depending on how you want to structure this thing. And that's a... That's a so what if you do have employees because we do have an assistant? Well, if you do, you, you need to... And this, you talk to a tax professional or an investment uh, advisor who would tell you, ah, well, if you're going to have an employee, then you need to be able to offer them also to participate in the 401k, which isn't necessarily a bad idea because it's an additional benefit. And as your business, it's a tax Mm write-off. So your business now has more expenses that it needs to take out of the profit. So Mm -hmm. your your tax bill goes down Mm -hmm. for you as as a business owner. So that's not necessarily a bad thing. But these are things that... Had I known at a younger age that owning a business, starting a business for yourself has a lot of benefits. You can yeah. do a lot of things that as an employee of a corporation or a, a business, you don't, you don't have that. And you can write things off, uh, expenses to the business that allow you to, to lessen your tax burden. You know, And as a young person, that's a huge, huge benefit. It'll, it kind of gets you ahead of the game in a mm-hmm. sense. Uh, because you're learning things about having businesses, number one, but you're also you're taking advantage of, of the tax law that allows you to do certain things as a business owner. So, you know, young people, if I if there was one thing that I could get in my kids' head, it was that you have so much time in your life, and that if you'll take the discipline today to make sure to hold on to some of that money and put it away, and and not spend it and not always be like, let's go to Chipotle and let's do this and that, you know, which kids mm-hmm. want to do with their friends. And I'm not saying don't do it ever, mm-hmm. but how about, you know, instead of twice, three times a week, go once a week. Yeah. You know? And Hey, same. by the way, that it's a more special occasion if you yeah. do it less, maybe it it matters more. So do you think that this is more of a, my generation thing or did you face the wanting everything right now? Or the trying to keep up with the, I think with social media and so many people seeing everyone looks beautiful all the time and you have to prove your, I I see people not be able to really, I know this is a wealth conversation, but I'm, my biggest passion is being happy with what you're doing every day and feeling free. Like I can't feel trapped. Like that's why I'm an entrepreneur. Like I don't ever want to have to feel like I have to do something to survive. Right. So the freedom for me, I see so many people, they get locked in all these bills, the credit card, the house, the things to where they don't have freedom. Kind of like, yep. kind of like your dad, which wasn't a bad thing because it was a ch- his children and family. Yeah. And some people, you're but, not going to change. But if he had, if he, if maybe he had been able to see what was going to come, maybe he would have made other choices. You yeah. know what I mean? To yeah. set himself up better. And that's what, when you look at someone who's older than you and has some more experience, I mean, they want you to not make the same mistakes. Yeah. They want you to take a different path maybe so that you avoid some of these pitfalls. And, and one of the things you said is, I mean, it's really, really, really important is that if you cannot get yourself into debt as a young person, and I, from a young age, I just understood that if you have a credit card and you're paying 8% or 10% or 15% or Drowning. 20%. Drowning. Do you know how much money you are giving to them? Drowning. So, so much. And I don't remember when it was in my life that I just came to the realization that I was like, are you kidding me? I could not live with myself with debt. Credit card debt, especially the where guilt. I was giving money. It's not so much guilt. It's like it pissed me off. The stress that I was giving them my damn money. Yes, I wanted that money, and I'm like, 
wait a second, I bought stuff that I couldn't afford, so I put it on credit, and now I have to pay more than what it cost, because now you're paying the interest on that thing, so that pair of shoes that was, you know, 250 bucks is now 275 or 300. I mean, you're paying so much more for things that, number one, you don't really have to have, and, and maybe re- you can wait to have them a little bit in your life. You and know? I've read books of people that, even if you have the outside view, and you're so miserable on the inside because you're stressed because you have all this that's nothing like that is not worth it like i've made mistakes and moving to a more expensive place too quickly and then feeling that stress and just the so now you're in your beautiful home and you're totally stressed stressed out yeah so you don't even enjoy it and the conversation is the same whether you're making eighteen hundred dollars a month or you're making twenty thousand because there's people that are spending 25 and they're making 20 and they feel the same misery inside you've got to get you got to live within your means and i would say below your means um which uh, again i'm I'm repeating what lots of people say if you listen to any financial advice whatsoever it's it's don't overspend don't do more than you can afford and be disciplined about it and and the thing you said about you know, if you look at social media and stuff, I mean, we all know that, number one, it's not necessarily 100% real. Do we know that? Yes, Can we, we, can we remind people of that through this conversation? <laughs> it is that we are, we are very big on social media, and is that the whole truth? It can never be the whole truth. Yeah. It can't be, because it, it, they'd have to follow you 100% of the time, all the time. That's and even a, then, and And you and I real. both, you and I both, you, Sandra, and I both, like, we are, we are very passionate about keeping as much integrity as possible Absolutely. so we're not saying stuff that is bullshit right so but oh, oh. but to believe like looking at your page to believe that you two aren't getting in a fight over what you're of having, course right? like of course. that's just unrealistic that there's not there's not arguments and there's not friction and there's not issues or and there's problems. not days there's where, not a life that does not have those yeah things. there's not days where we're like forget it yeah. we're having the full pizza tonight yeah. of course because i'm stressed out i, I freaking love pizza and i love pizza whether we're health coaches or not you and, and sometimes we try to we post that stuff to try to make sure but just in general i think about even if I had like 30 posts for the day, even if it was on my stories a lot of the day, how much life is actually still happening, we have to remind. 99.9%. Yes, we have to remind ourselves. And, and not everybody is trying to be as in, full of integrity as we are. And some people are straight up lying. For sure. Straight up trying for to sure. look look the their best and they are miserable inside. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Another thing that I've told my kids, if you ask our oldest and I've said this for a while now, especially since he's been in high school for a while, it's that if I could get you to not care what people think about you. Here we go. I need this. You know. Talk you, to me if when. If I could get you to this let go my biggest struggle. of what people think about you. Do you think this is a my age thing? Because I feel like I'm the closest to have overcoming it as I've ever been. But the people pleasing... Has I think it's, been a, it's a young person the, thing for sure. The hardest part of my journey. Um, yeah, but it, but it, it continues. Okay, there are people who are still. I mean, this is keeping up with the Joneses, man. And this is this is you know where people want to be seen and perceived as successful, uh, great looking, sexy, kind. kind, perfect. And none of us is perfect. No, nobody is perfect. And yes, it's great to put your best face on your best foot forward all of that stuff but especially we're both people trying to inspire people so we're not going to go on there and be like life sucks here's the deal but we actually don't believe that life life does suck sometimes but but we believe that you can be better and overcome things and so the message we're trying to say is yeah yeah okay Uh, understanding life is the same for everybody but you can choose how you look at it it, how you respond to it how you react and you can choose to be better Right? Yeah. That's the message we're trying to send to people. And we use products that help us to be better physically, but they also help us mentally because when your body gets into great shape, your mind is going to follow. It has to. Mm-hmm. And I think it's all part of it. Us reading uh, the books, us saving the money, yep. us putting good nutrition in our body. It's well, like how do you become the best possible version? You can't take care of like the money and not take care of your body. Or yeah. you can't take care of... Your body and expect the mind to be great. It's I mean, if you effect. really want a good quality of life, mm-hmm. take care of your body, take care of your mind, take care of your finances, your take care of your soul, take care of the, your relationship with your God, 
take care of your family. You need to, you need, it's the whole thing. Whole and life success. Yeah, yeah. And money, while, you know, not the end all be all, if you said, would you rather be making 20 grand a year or 200 or whatever it is? I mean, I'd rather have the, the big time money because it just allows you to not have to worry about certain things. What does Jim Rohn said? Money is not... It's not the, it's not the, um, the root of happiness. It's right up there with oxygen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, money it, is choice to me. Money is freedom it. to me. That's and, it. And anybody that has feels any type of way, because a lot of times I feel like depending on where you're, you grew up or the people you're surrounded with, sometimes people say, well, money is the root of all evil. Yeah. If you actually read that in the Bible, it's, it's the love of money. That's and right. it's not, it's not I the money make, itself. I want to make more money. I want to make as much money as I possibly can because I don't want my mom to have to worry about anything. I want to, you know, build a school in Africa. Yeah. People, I've had people you can who do money with argue and say, I'm good. I don't need more money. I'm like, if you want to be more successful and, and you happen to earn money it as a byproduct have to be of selfish. that, um, well, then give it away. Yes. Help people. Yes. Give it to your church. Feed people. Do things. I mean, I don't think God set you here to be like, yeah, make ten bucks and uh, you know um, sit at home and, and lack and, and and lack things because and I'm not saying that somebody who makes a little bit of money and gives a lot you know there are and that's harder to do yeah. than make a ton of money and give some yeah. that that is very admirable mm-hmm. but what's wrong with if you make a million dollars saying here's a hundred grand here's you the thing I mean? there's nothing wrong with the period where where it comes. Where it's wrong with it is the people that have, feel some type of way about it, and yeah. they're mad at you for doing it. Yeah. If this well, I understand is, that if because this, I, I, there was a time in my life when you look at successful people and you'd be like, "Oh, they probably they have to be they evil. got it. They somehow, have to be doing something this, wrong." And, you know, and what hap- what ends up happening is just like people who have some money or not so much or some a little bit more or a ton. There are good people in every, and they're bad in every range of whatever incomes there are. Or they're jobs. all just people. There's people that are horrible people that are doctors. And yeah, there's people that absolutely. are saving the world. Absolutely. Who, who make nothing. But then at the same time, there are terrible people who have nothing and there are incredible doctors who are saving the world. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's all the individual. I don't, you know, and money itself is just a tool. Yeah. It's just a tool. It's nothing else. Mm-hmm. And to look at it and be like, well, that's bad. Being rich is bad or having a lot of money is bad. And that's a, that again is a thing that I think we're sort of taught when you're hanging out with friends or with a group of people that nobody's making a lot of money. We all look at the people who have money and we're envious Make that and we want it and we look at it like, eh. and it's just this thing that I still remember being a kid and it was kind of, it was like a sort of bad. There was yeah. a, there was a negativeness to it. Absolutely. I can't really define it, but you just seemed like, oh. cause if you're in a middle or lower class, like I wasn't, ever around anyone that had money like I wasn't even exposed to so you just thought that it was like that's not my kind of people yeah you know like that's not, not where like I come us. from now I I grew up with certain people who had some like like friends or even some family mm-hmm. and but it just seemed as if it was it happened to someone else yes it doesn't happen to me yes it's not for me and the thing is, it's like... I think that's the first shift people need to make is their mentality around it. Like, when you... Well, that's you telling yourself you're not. Focus you're not. on yourself. Focus on what you think when you see... Like, are you in an abundance mindset or are you in a lack that is never going to happen sure. to me? Well, do you not believe that you could do that? That you could build something great? You know, most that you could don't. be something great? Most people don't. And most people... I mean, excuse have they me, ever been excuse told me that? what class was that? Have they ever been told that? No. Don't even get me started it on what's even, taught in school. Right, right. Don't even get me started. But your parents don't either. And your parents don't sit there and go... I mean, yes, my mom said you can you can do whatever you want. You can become whatever you want, you know? And a lot of people's moms don't even do that. Which is sad. But, but who was doing it for them? But the thing is, That's is what that I think. there who was no... Like... After that, there was just like, okay, I can do whatever I want, mm-hmm. you know? But everybody wakes up, not everybody, but, you know, when you're younger especially, I think for me, I didn't know what to do. I yeah. didn't know what there was to do. And really what there was to do was just do a little bit. 
yeah. of something. Yeah. Just just try something. Just do it, you know. And now you see these kids who build these online businesses and things because it's become more of a common theme, I think, whereas, you know, don't wait for something to happen. It's not coming. It, yeah. They are not going to knock on your door Nobody's one day coming. and go, guess what? Here's that job offer for a half a million dollars. Nobody's you made it. It's done. <laughs> and I am so passionate about this. My next question I was going to ask you was, what was the benefit to you work to quote unquote normal jobs? So what was the benefit in adding something that had the opportunity to make retail profit? We do the same business or royalties or stuff like that. But before you even go into that, I, the main thing is people aren't given the belief. So it's like if nobody's told you, you can like listen to me, like listen to Web, like you can be, do and have anything that you want absolutely it is your it's there for the taking yes it really is the the opportunity is all around you you just don't see it and it's not like i see it either but i just know that if i put in the time and the work and the effort it's gonna come but there's a there's a set of like rose-colored glasses i feel like you get one day yeah because i didn't have that mentality until i was shown it yeah well, and I didn't either, by the way. And I had to be shown like 50 times. Yeah, that's important too. <laughs> okay? Like to talk about because the stubbornness. I was not a believer. And, uh, you know, my wife was the one who sort of, she began to set these goals when we were at a, a time in our life, our lives, when we did not earn very much money at all. We, we were actually considered poverty level. With three children in the state of Ohio, our earning put us at poverty. Mm-hmm. And so we actually got money from the state to help pay for schooling and stuff like that for our kids, which, you know, when you think about that now, you're like, God, wow. that's amazing that we had to, to do that. To live in a castle. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and so my wife was like, she just had these, she saw the opportunity to be able to work for herself, to build her own business. And she just started setting these little goals, you know, not saying, I'm going to make, I want to make a million. It wasn't, I want to make a million. I mean, hey, great. It was, I want to make... 2000 a month mm-hmm. or 2500 a month. And then... And what was she, her first check? Because she was really excited. It was $57. And that was the the vision that she saw with that was, yeah. if I can make 57 And I, I would look at checks of 57 which grew to 200 and then it was 300 And this is not didn't happen the next month. I mean, it was it was six, eight months time of mm-hmm. just little checks coming in. I would look at those and be like... Pfft. Whatever, man. This ain't gonna yeah, work. Yeah, you this go is, do your side. Yeah, I mean, it just. But I mean, at the time, I didn't really think much of it. But as it began to grow, you know, and then it was like, wow, we can pay for our products, we can pay for our car, mm-hmm. we could buy a new car eventually. You know, I mean, it, it, it things. Powerful. And by the way, we didn't buy a new car; we bought a used car. Let me just say, yeah, I did not. My this next, our first step up wasn't let's go big. It was let's go reasonably to something nicer Mm -hmm. and but as that began to happen then I started to see what was possible and we started reading books and listening to audio and hearing from people who talk about what you think about you become Mm -hmm. and the things that are in your mind are what you're going to produce in life and that's when I realized stop thinking about changing your oil Stop thinking about that you need to change, save money on uh, clipping coupons every day. And it was like, and I literally was a coupon. I mean, I would be like, ah, here's 50 cents off. Mm -hmm. Stop spending your time doing those things and start spending your time figuring out how to make more, how to talk to more people, how to show more people to, to how they can earn income. You know, and that's when my mind began to open to this idea that there's lots of money out there and anybody anybody can go to find a way to get it it's it's all there for you and today what, what do they say the if you divided the money equally yeah, between to, everybody in the it world it would soon find its way back to those who had it in the yes, first place because it's a mentality it's it not is a, because if i if you if i take a guy off the street and give him 10 million dollars chances are that person's not ready for $10 million. And, oh, my. And I what is do... The, what is the um, percentage of people that win the lottery that are broke? Uh, yeah. Immediately after. I think it's quite majority. And, and I, you know, I do believe that. I do believe that you... If you're not ready for a ton of money and it just shows up, 
you know, I'm not saying that would happen to everyone. I think there are certain people that, yes, they could go, okay, I'm going to They would have to grow into the they person. Would, they would definitely have to grow into it. But it just doesn't typically happen that, you know, somebody who's not ready for that money, that it just starts showing up. It yeah. just usually doesn't. You've got to Unless be... Unless it's like somebody dies yeah. or something like that. And even then, hopefully they um, are smart about unfortunately, it. Unfortunately, look at professional athletes. I mean, they sh- a lot of them struggle... Because they go from having nothing to yeah, it, it that's I had to overcome that because I went from literally having nothing to being like, well, I can buy shoes whenever I want to buy shoes, mm-hmm. and then that stuff adds up. And, and that's risky. The feeling comes where you're like, well, shoot, huh? I do want a Hermes or Hermes backpack, you know, or whatever. I yeah. mean, I do want a Gucci this or that, and you're like, oh, well. I deserve it, you know? I've worked hard for this money. And yes, I do like the idea of rewarding yourself. Once you do something worthy. That's right. Like, I didn't get that Louis Louis bag until I hit that top 1% goal. And I worked for seven years to hit that goal. And I think you deserve to reward yourself. I didn't just go out day one and be like, I want a Louis bag. Yeah. I'll put it on a credit card. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's that's pretty smart. You know, I, I just think that touching on the subject we, we talked about earlier I mean the, the the there's so many people that it seems like if you don't have the Louis bag or you don't have the Gucci or you don't have this or that you're not really successful in a lot of people's eyes um, and that's not true you know because Instagram and Facebook and TikTok and all of these have made it so visible now the mm-hmm. world is so much on your screen mm-hmm. that we think Oh, look at that. They have that. I want that. I want, I want, I want. Like, I'm less than. Yeah, for sure. And and people just want these things. And I'm like, if you can control your wanting, the desire to have stuff all the time, and just back up. Like, you feel like you want something? Say, you know what? I'm going to sleep on it. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll think about it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then that, and then tomorrow, go, you know what? I'm going to sleep on it. I'm going to let it go till next week. And let me just see if I have to have it. Because tell me, if I'm wrong here, you've bought stuff that you wanted, and you got it. Now you have it. Did it change your life? Are you better? No. Does it make you happier? Right. Did it really become that thing? You're like, yeah, I got it. And right. now now things are different. And for, peop- no. and for people on my age that it's are listening, there, there's so many things that I do that I've shifted. Like, for example, I'm super obsessed with fashion. Okay, mm. like it's important to me. I love clothes. Like mm-hmm. I want to look good. I do too. There by are the certain way. things that I do because putting money in the bank, investing, and having everything that I want in the future is more important to me. Mm. So, for example, what I'm wearing right now, do I look nice? Of course, you look like nice. Like my my yes. shoes are clean. Yeah. Like I have a cute shirt on. Yeah. Like I shoes look new, man. Yes. This, this look okay, so new. these. Like, they're not Balenciagas, okay? Yeah. But I buy all my stuff from this, like, Sheen website, and it's basically everything looks like it would be higher higher end. end, Yeah. But it's not. And I'll spend, like, $100 or a couple hundred dollars and get, like, 20 things, and I still get to, like, look nice and be what I want to be. But I'm not spending $2,000 on a pair of shoes because of one like word on it or yeah. whatever because I know that I'm going to get to the point where if it's like I really want those Gucci shoes then I'll get those but I'm not going to I would rather put all my money into these things because I want wealth like I want freedom like you're mm-hmm. saying yeah. I want to no questions asked my dad needs this I got you like no questions asked I want to go to Punta Cana and mm-hmm. take the kids for a week like that's what I'm gonna do and that doesn't get to happen if I get everything that I want right now and this is like a learned mentality obviously because I've like I said I've I know I'm only 25 but I've been an entrepreneur and like making my own money for seven years so that jump of like oh I'm making three thousand dollars a month right now I can do what I want you have to learn the hard way. Like like I said, we moved into an apartment that was too expensive. Yeah. And then it was like And when you're I'm seventeen, stressed. eighteen, nineteen, twenty, three thousand dollars a month is like that's big money. Yeah. That's like, especially oh, when I was man. especially when I didn't have a kid or anything. Yeah. 
and but it's not you know if you don't take care of that money and work hard um, you don't get to the point where it's thirty thousand a month. There's a difference between wanting to get a room in the building and wanting to own the building. That's right. And like my mentality, like I'm ready to own the building. You want to own the building. Want to own the building. Yeah, yeah. Not that you got to go out and buy real estate. I'm not saying. That. Yes, but, and but that, and to everybody listening, I know that everybody's not an entrepreneur and thinking that way. But my mind goes a thousand miles an hour. You don't have to be an entrepreneur to think like one. I believe. Do you understand yes, what and I'm I, saying. I believe our our business opportunity is the most incredible thing in the world because of how many different ways we make money and yeah. any way that you can possibly find to make a royalty is the the best way to build wealth. However, if that is not for you, like if you cannot see yourself doing some type of like Herbalife or multi-level marketing, my mind goes a thousand miles an hour on ways I would make extra money. Yeah, like if too. I was in a college, if I was a college student, like things that I would do with clothes or mm-hmm. I, or making an Etsy shop or like yeah. like my mind just goes on services like if you have no money like just services I think about like if I was single and I was no children no like responsibilities let's say I was 19 years old I would on top of whatever job I was doing I would do cleaning jobs and bank all that money yeah. or there's just my mind just goes yeah. well the fastest way to wealth in my mind is not to go to college get a degree and go get a job Hell no. That is not the fastest. And we're gonna get some hate for this, but I don't even. I'm sorry. I didn't have money for college, and I went to one semester web, and I had. I still had. I paid three three thousand dollars for something I didn't use, and and I don't think. Listen, if you want to be a doctor, unfortunately, you have to go to college. That that's the only way you're gonna. I mean, I'm a college graduate, and I don't. I'm certainly not sitting here going college is a waste of time. But if you told me back then that had I started to do certain things to to build my own business I mean I, I could have done that but I, even if I, you don't want to build your own business if you don't have money to go to college oh, it's a well, terrible yeah. decision well if if you yeah like terrible. today we have the money to to obviously pay for our children's education but if my son does not go to college I'm not going to sit there and go oh you got to go I'm I'm going to say well okay what is the plan and if we can you know come up with something that makes sense where he's looking to build a business, become independent, be be a distributor with us, whatever it is, then to me that makes a hell of a lot more sense than saying to someone, uh, you know, go spend some time in college, uh, incur debt or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, then, like, I mean, I see this where people graduate from college, they owe $100,000. That, that's like the bare minimum yeah. to some people. Knowledge is never a bad investment. Like, no. I am the biggest learner ever, and I read tons of books. And if I would have had the money to go to college, like, I, I can think of somebody right now. She, one of my friends, she went to school to be um, a teacher. That, that was her passion. So she literally has to go to school. She yeah. wants to be a teacher, right? Sure. But she worked her face off all summer long and worked constantly and she would bartend, she would do all this stuff and right. she was paying for her college as it went because she's intelligent. Yeah. Like for me, the terrible... Which is kind of an entrepreneurial mindset yes. to me because she realizes that, you know, upon graduation, she's way ahead. Yes. Right? And with a, a, her teacher income, if, if you go to school to be a teacher and you have $200,000 of the day, good luck. You're never going to pay it off. Yeah. Good Are luck. Are you kidding? No. I mean, not never, but... It, it, the story has changed. Like, it is, is the way that everything does, we were drilled into our head, like, to be a productive, successful person in society, college. you go to school, go to college, college whatever. Absolutely. But if that is not for you, you graduating with forty, fifty, sixty, two hundred thousand dollars $200,000 worth of debt is going to be a trap. Yeah. And if you are in that situation, I don't want this conversation to like just make you feel even more suffocated. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. But but because there there are ways out. Yes. That's you know? that's what I want to like if, that's for sure. if you are in that situation and you are in your job that you got with your college degree, there are other things on the side that you can slowly do to get yourself out of that situation more quickly. Yeah. I I mean as a, as an employee, I wish that I had back then the the mindset of, you know, like you just said, I mean, my mind wasn't open. My eyes were not looking. I was not looking to, to find 
how could I do this better? How could I improve this? How is there something that I could learn from this that I could go take and market it yes. as a business? I wasn't doing that. I was more of a, uh, okay, this is your job, Wib, and you have to do these things, and we're here from uh, 9 to 5, and you get uh, Saturdays off. Oh, but one Saturday a month, you got to commit. So I was like, okay, those are the rules. I got the rules. I'll do that, mm-hmm. which is stupid, mm-hmm. which means you're sheep. Mm-hmm. They tell you, go over there, do this for this number of hours, and then we'll give you some money at the end of the month. And that was it. And and had I realized back then, and a lot of people have this realization, or they come to it at some point, it's like, what the hell am I doing this for? Who who? Wait a second. They're paying me some set amount of money to do this stuff. I should have been looking how to break out of this mold, how to improve, how to do something different, how to learn something here and then go do it somewhere else for myself. And that wasn't a way I was thinking back then, which again, what I feel like is entrepreneurial mindset, which to me just means... You don't freaking, you don't sit and just accept the status quo. You don't say, oh, life um, is supposed to work this way, so I'll just put my, I'll get my little slot there and fit myself in and just go right ahead that way. Mm -hmm. And it's going to work out in the end. It won't work out in the end. Or you end up, you know, with a job that's going to pay you some money and some benefits. And, you know, maybe you get a raise every now and again. Yeah, I will say... I said I think the only thing I disagree with a little bit is some people are happy. Well, doing that. Of course. So and that, there's me, nothing wrong. I yeah. don't get I mean, I'm saying to me the conversation is more important just to like if you are somebody who needs to be woken up, this conversation is for you. But to me happiness above all else, like let's say your wife is a super entrepreneur and you're super happy working at the bank and clocking in and clocking out and doing your normal day-to-day schedule this is not hatred towards you or that and you are you know but if you i think a lot of people are in that and are feeling that way and are miserable and don't think that there's a way out the world needs all kinds of people we need trash men and we need bankers and we need teachers and we need doctors and we need entrepreneurs and we need everybody but i my i need uber drivers man yes you know i need uh somebody who's at giant eagle if i go in there i mean you need people and there's people that love being a giant eagle and that's my passion is are you doing something that you feel good and alive satisfied. doing because there are not satisfied there are personalities that that absolutely need that structure of i do this from nine to five and this is what i enjoy yep. but there's a part of me that i still remember that feeling and i still remember the safety of it yes and the um the comfort of it your check was coming yeah no i mean I, you showed you know, up i did work in sales so i had to produce i was kind of in them but you know, it was, they told me more or less, you know, how to do it and where my area was and what I had to do. And so, you know, it's, it's where you're giving, you're given the, the rules of, mm-hmm. of play. And so you just have to go play yeah. and that's comfortable. And that's, um, that's not too risky in yeah. the end. Let if you're in you business for yourself, that's risky because you can't just put, you know, a lawyer just doesn't stick out a sign and then hope for clients. Absolutely. I mean, they got to talk to people. You got to talk to people. Yeah. You got to go get it. Yeah. Like, let me tell you something that inspires me. So there's, I was talking about my Instagram story this morning. There's uh, a friend that I have that comes to the nutrition club every day, and she's a cop, and she has a one-year-old. And, you know, we've been having this conversation of doing things that make you happy, and and she was talking to me a few weeks ago about, you know, she's just not, like, enjoying her job that much anymore because of her son and how involved she is. And she's only working part-time because her husband, you know, pays most of their bills. But yeah. she, And she's staying to keep the job or whatever. But over the process of the last few weeks, she was super interested in, like, photography. And she came in the other day, and she's got an Instagram set up, and she's got some photos, and she's going to start taking clients and, like, doing it. And it's like... That's something that she's excited about, yeah. And she likes, and she's gonna sit at home with the baby while she edits the photos. And I was like, I'll be your first, like you can take photos of me. I'll be your first paying client. Like that sets my that soul her. on fire. Just, I mean, it turns on her lights. Yes, you know what I mean? because she's gonna do something or try, and it might not work. Sure, and whatever. And she's gonna stay, like be a cop, whatever, pay her bills. But 
she is intentionally yeah. looking for things that are going to make her feel alive and make more money for herself. And, like, that is... Life is so short. I don't want to see people... I, I see it every day. I see people come to the Trisha Club every day that are like, I hate this place. Yeah. I don't want to go. Yeah. And all I can think of is there's a hundred thousand billion different jobs. Yeah. There's a hundred different thousand ways to pay your bills. Yeah. Well, it makes me think of how we would talk about the fact that, uh, you know, when, when most, uh, I believe the statistic is true, that, that most calls for ambulances things happen on Sundays, mm-hmm. which is the day before the work week starts. And that, you know, I mean, I do remember having a job. And Sunday was like, Dread. oh, shit, tomorrow morning I got to get up. Oh, God. I mean, you just, the dread is the perfect word. And, you know, how many millions of people feel that way every day? Today's Monday. Today's Monday. And I'm like, yo, it's Monday. It's whatever. Monday. Happy whatever. Monday. It could be That's Thursday. That's why I wonder if people on Instagram like, yeah. shut up. I mean, it's like, whatever. <laughs> why are you I, so happy? I don't really pay attention to the days much anymore, days of the week, other than I got to make sure the kids get to school. But... I want people to feel that freedom. Um, yeah, themselves. I mean, because, you know, if you're not doing something that gives you, that doesn't fill you that with that dread, it's like, by the way. That's why I'm doing this. That that will literally make you live a shorter life. It'll make you sick. It'll make you sick. It'll make you have a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Yep. It'll make you have Ulcer, a stroke. A stroke, it will. It's, it's and scientifically not proven. Scientifically proven, though. Yeah, but it does. I mean, it's scientifically proven the fact that stress, stress shortens your life. Absolutely. And so if you're stressed out, and we started this talk talking about money, right? Yeah. You need to get your money house in order because that takes that stress away. Yeah. You need to get your job life in order because that takes that stress away. Yeah. You know, and when those stresses go away, and by the way, so many of our problems with our interpersonal relationships are can be traced to money and stress absolutely and so if you'll work on those then you're happier how's your relationship grown with sandra since money was not an issue oh man well uh, i just think we are more i mean we have a great relationship i'm i'm happily married after 18 years and i think my wife is she's amazing (laughs) she's freaking hot you know I mean I think my wife is beautiful and I'm attracted to her in a way that you know if I was stressed out if I was unhappy with myself and my life how can I be passionate how can I feel love the way I do if I've got all of that other stuff in me that's in the way and causing me heartburn and you can't you can't be the true just free to be a, a loving, caring person if there's this fear and anger and stress and frustration there's eating at you. There's nothing distracting yeah. like that. Yeah. Because like you said, the bills, they are mad that they bought this or mad that they yeah. did that or... And it's not all easy because, you know... Of course. If you got kids. Of course. There are a lot of other distractions. If you have children. Now, that's a stress that's hard to manage, Absolutely. you know? You can, you can love your kids, but, you know, they get into their things and they have their issues and, and uh, hormones and whatnot. And so you've got that going on. But ultimately, you know, you got to be able to let go of the fear and the anger and the stress and the frustration, like I said earlier, because that... That's the stuff that I think causes so many problems. In, and I, and in I think we need relationships to, and yeah. And I think we need to be patient with ourselves too because the number one thing is wherever your situation is right now, like accepting that because everything we're saying about getting to this point might take a long time. Yeah. Like especially if you already have bills. Well, and thanks been, to Instagram, it looks like it took ten minutes. Yeah. That is not the truth. Right. And I that's another thing that if I could add is that. It's not going to happen overnight. Yeah. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It will be all right. You, if you're in a rush, and I, and I tend to see, you know, you see this where people are in a hurry to make more money and, you know, and they'll invest in stocks and they'll lose their money or they'll, you know, and it's like, slow down. Mm-hmm. Slow down. There's time and you can make it and you can, things can turn out amazing. Uh, but don't expect it to happen in two weeks or two months or maybe even two years. It right. takes time. And that can be hard because it just seems like everywhere you look, 
It's fast. Online or in social media. Yeah, it seems like it's all, everybody's living their perfect lives. And that's Just not take true. Take a deep breath and yes. remember. Take a deep breath. Calm down. It's going to be all right. And that is not true. Yeah. It just doesn't happen. Run your own Like race. that. Yeah. Yeah. So to wrap this up, for someone in their early 20s, what is just a couple action steps? Uh, when they're focused on this freedom and building wealth. Number one, patience. Patience. I wish I had done a better job understanding that it was going to take time. Mm-hmm. That I wasn't going to have everything by 25 or 30. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying that that's not possible. But in general, it's not going to happen overnight. So you need to be patient. You need to give it time. Just like that money that you might put away. 10 bucks, 100 bucks, whatever it can be. It's not going to be a million dollars tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But give it time to grow like yourself. And things will happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not to say that you need to sit back and just put it on cruise control. And by that I mean, like I said earlier, I wish I had been more, my eyes had been more open to, there's tons of opportunities. Mm-hmm. And whether it's once level marketing, which is an incredible, incredible opportunity. Maybe that's not for you, but if it is, you got to go get it. You got to work for it, right? Being patient, but also not being like, ah. Oh, uh, I'll just, you know, whatever, take my time. And Are you saying there's a difference before you have three kids? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's kind of what I, I think about. I think about these people I'm thinking of that are younger. It's like, yes, with the patience, but when you can, run. Yeah. Like, run. Well, the th- I still remember when I told my brother that I was going to go to Spain, and uh, this was way back um, when, when I was going to get married and everything, he told me, he was like, take the first, take this year, that you said you're going to move to Spain and get married, take this year and become a monk. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, hunker down and work. Mm-hmm. Grind. Yeah. So you'll have a ton of money saved up, which I was able to save up a good bit to help us buy a home over there and everything yeah. way back when. But, um, like, if, if you are willing to sacrifice a bit of the going out yes. and the partying... And the hanging out and all of that. Just a little bit, not all of it. Not all of it, okay? But sacrifice some. And you you could sacrifice a lot. I sacrificed all of it. Yeah, and you could sacrifice all of it for a period of time. And guess what happens at the end of that? You come out better, stronger, wealthier, more educated, more ready. Mm -hmm. Um, You're just better prepared. That's one thing about me, and I'm not sure people really understand, is I gave up any college years, any going out. I didn't watch TV for five years. Like I, yeah. I literally sacrificed it because I, I saw it. It was worth it to me. Yeah, but what and, did those get you in the end? Yeah, like, it was worth like it if you, to me. If you, if today you binge on Netflix all weekend long, and then a Monday morning you wake up and you're like, I didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, well, yeah, you did. You sat there for hours and did watch a show or shows, but you haven't gone anywhere. Yeah. You haven't improved yourself in any way. That's in fact, the only thing you've done. Is you've gotten older and you've lost opportunity. Yeah. And that's, but that's why I brought up, because I feel like you constantly learn from your experience. That's why I brought up there's a fine line, because I almost feel like I did too much to where I I sacrificed any of my first five years. But like I said, I would never take it back because it got me so far ahead of my mentality, what I wanted in life, everything. But for if I was to sit and teach somebody who's 17 heading into the same mentality as me, I'd be like, these things all were really great. Here's a couple of things to watch out for. Like, don't neglect these areas of your life yeah. while you're doing this. Yeah. Like, you can balance while still being extremely focused and disciplined and, and giving up some things to get other things. But make sure that you keep that. What I did... That's a great word, balance. What That's I did great. was too much sacrifice in like two areas yeah to where it was like oh hey you're still here yeah like oh you you can't exist like the the soul the the love the relationships the the health all of it needs to be balanced now Mm. i do think that you're gonna go harder in certain areas like i was like i'm building a business so obviously my my money and business category was I was sacrificing other things to get there, which I think you do because you can't have everything all at once, but you can maintain areas better than what I did. Yeah. Like I did sacrifice 
like friendships and stuff like that too much where it was almost like I shut the door and was like hey yo I'll be back in six years yeah to where you know yeah. you gotta like pe- remember life, me life happens like like don't forget to like for me me talking to myself like don't yeah. for, don't yeah. forget to go see your grandparents like yeah like don't forget to don't go too far yeah you know? and and really I think you're the only person who can answer that question what's too much you know I mean you you don't want to you know like end these certain things in your life like you just said, I'll, I'll see you in six years. Yeah, or like make sure you see your grandparents, they're getting older. Yeah, like yeah. take the two hours yeah, to drive and yeah. see your grandma. I, I agree with that because Sacrifice you will look that. back and, and you'll regret. Absolutely. Because maybe you lose them. And that's been the biggest shift for me this year is like, for example, we have this business event this weekend mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm going to the training and then there's a big party and I'm not going to a big party because it's my little brother's senior night. And that's important to him, and that's the last football game he's ever going to have. And prior to that, I would have been like, I have a party for my business, I'm not going. But my my view of, like, what are the things that are so important is changed to where I'm willing to sacrifice because this training is very important, but... I can sacrifice the celebration of a party because it's my family is a higher priority to me. Yeah, for sure. And but then again, think of the people who are unable to do that because they got to go to work. Absolutely. You know, or and I'm boss taking is that like, freedom. Sorry, you got to fly to so and so and take care like of that. That's I don't think you're out there yet. But Sandra said that to me. She said, "You worked this hard and got to this level in your yeah. business for the freedom of yeah. choice." And maybe that's you know that's something that when I was younger I wish. With the balance, but I wish I'd been, you know, more focused. I mean, I I, I was definitely a person who liked to have a good time, go mm-hmm. out, spend money, and buy drinks, and do all that. And those experiences were fun, but if I look back now, and I look at all of them, and the ones that I remember, okay, you know, yeah. there, were, there, were, there were more than a few that I don't really remember that well. And I'm like, yeah, well, was that really worth it? Yeah. Not really. Yeah. So I didn't have to have so much. I could have definitely scaled that back and been more focused. And one thing I will add is just that, um, you know, there's a lot of life to live. Mm-hmm. And when you're 20 and 25, it just doesn't even, I don't know if you've even looked out and understand how much, much you still have to live. There's so much still to come. And even for me, I'm more than 53. I expect to live to at least 103. Yeah. So I've only lived half my life. There's tons and tons and tons and tons of things you're going to see and experience. So How do you make the most out of that? There's tons of time. Yeah. There's tons of time. We can all be in a better place tomorrow, next week, next month, next year. We just have to put a little focus on making sure that we're putting the effort into to do that, to be better, to do more, you know? And don't waste it. I mean, I, I, I still waste time. We all kind of do. You know, you, you unhook the brain a little bit and let it rest from... Just being working and damn TikTok. That's right. I don't have Stay TikTok. Away from that. I don't have TikTok, don't and I'm not it. going there. Don't download it. <laughs> yeah. It's a trap. I'm not gonna do it. All right, well, well this was incredible. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Thank it's you. fun. Thank it's you great to talk time. about. Thank, Thank you. you. I learned something too. Thank you so much for listening. That was my incredible conversation with Wib. Like I said, so much valuable information. If you're still tuning in i appreciate you if this was valuable for you if you could share it on your social medias uh, tag me send a message to me give me any feedback we really appreciate your support and thank you for being here i upload every single tuesday have an amazing week